You're listening to Grow Great, the podcast. My name is Randy Cantrell. Welcome inside the Yellow Studio. I'm your host here. The website is growgreat.com. This is a podcast all about helping leaders and executives achieve high impact influence in their careers, their teams, and their organizations. Let's talk about what I call the progression of leadership. This is an introduction. This will be part one. There'll be five more parts after this, just so that you'll know. I came up with this. I'm an old man now. I came up with this. I was not yet 30 years old. And I kept looking at what are people doing that really is effective when it comes to leadership. Now, very early on, I had enough sense about me. Well, that's partly true. Mostly what I had is I had some real old wise heads around me. And I learned very early that there's a distinct difference between leadership and management. I had kind of confused them and early in my career just figured, okay, well, these are synonymous things, right? I mean, because the boss is always the leader. The boss is always in charge. Now I, I had to learn, I had to be taught leaders are all about people managers, all about work which may or may not be completely accurate, but I distilled it down even further. And for me, it became, we lead people, we manage the work. Leadership is a focus on others. And it is the willingness and the ability to do for others what they can't do for themselves. Smarter, bigger brain people than me came up with those kinds of notions. And it's a distillation of all that I have learned Uh, not only from books, but mostly from older, wiser heads. We lead people, we manage the work. So let's not confuse management with leadership. Great operators have got to be skilled at both. Now, the progression that I came up with many years ago, which really these days is less of a progression and kind of more of a recipe, if you think of these as ingredients, but let's start and stay with me. You'll follow this. The progression goes like this, and it has been unchanged all these years, by the way, I haven't been able to improve on this. And if you can help me, then I'm, I'm all ears. Humility. It begins with humility, which leads to curiosity, which leads to knowledge, which leads to understanding which culminates in compassion. Now, extraordinary leadership is founded on humility. I realize that this is counterintuitive because we mostly think of leaders with big egos, big brains, high confidence. And we can look at high, high level entrepreneurs. We can look at the Steve Jobs of the world. Steve Jobs was a brilliant entrepreneur. Make no mistake about it, I'm not so certain that he was a phenomenal leader. He was very capable of pushing his ideas and his agendas, and they proved to be very accurate and very profitable. But when we think of leaders with big brains, big egos, high confidence, in a word, we may think of people who are arrogant, and that may be what we think of when we think of leadership. I don't know what you think of when it comes to leaders, but I can tell you that arrogant leaders are not the most effective. 
Humility is the realization that there are things we do not yet know, things that we may not quite understand, or things that we may not understand fully. We may not understand them well enough to even make a wise decision. Humility compels the extraordinary leader to solicit the wisdom, insights, knowledge, and skills of other people. Now, this is crucial. It's crucial for our growth. It's crucial for our team's growth, improvement, high performance. Without it, we are prone to overestimate what we ourselves already know. Smartest person in the room and all that. It's the enemy of great leadership. It shuts down the collective brain power. It shuts down the experience and the wisdom of others. And we all lose when this happens. Proper humility. And don't confuse that with self-deprecation. Don't confuse that with a lack of confidence. In fact, I will argue that the extraordinary humble leaders are among the most confident people because they're not interested in showing off. They're not interested in working hard to mask up so that people think that they have all the answers. Proper humility provokes deeper curiosity. And that curiosity compels us to seek answers to our questions. It urges us to consider new questions. Hopefully, we're always seeking better questions because we want better answers. The quality of our questions determines the quality of our leadership and our influence to develop a high-performing team. Curiosity is satisfied with knowledge. As we share our experiences and our insights and our wisdom, we learn things that we may not have known before. A major component of leadership is making decisions. Now, you could be a leader and a boss, but they're not the same. Bosses deploy resources because, well, they have the authority to make those kinds of decisions. They decide where to dispatch assets and resources. It's the job of every boss. Leaders may or may not be the boss, but they too have to make decisions. And we can all agree that better information, more accurate information, more timely information, more knowledge can dramatically improve our decision-making. But knowing some new facts, having some new insights, that can prove useless if we don't understand. Our humility, our curiosity drive us to deepen our knowledge with understanding. You know, it's one thing to know something to be true or to be a fact, but that's not the same thing as understanding it. Understanding answers why. Understanding gives us purpose and reason Understanding helps us make sense of it all. And of course, the pinnacle in this progression is compassion. Armed with understanding, we can now leverage compassion. Compassion is simply defined as a focus on others. Now, wait a minute, what? Wasn't that part of that definition that I gave at the outset of this about leadership? Exactly. And that's why this progression may not quite be a progression. Maybe it's more accurately a recipe where at least once the progression is established, where depending on where we are and depending on our present circumstances, now we just have to add the proper ingredient at the right time. But remarkable leadership has all five of these ingredients. 
Leading people effectively requires compassion, which relies on understanding, which can only happen with knowledge, which is the result of our willingness to ask questions because we're curious to know what we don't yet know, all of which stems from our humility to know that we are not the smartest person in every room. Great leaders understand the power of the collective. Great leaders understand that the power is in the room, not the physical room, but the metaphorical room, that room that includes all these people who've got things that they could add to this equation, to this understanding, to this knowledge base. A leader's ability to focus on others and to do for them what they are unable to do for themselves hinges on the consistent addition of each one of these ingredients. And so in the coming episodes for the next five, I want to go into each one of these in a little bit of detail, not much. We're going to keep these brief, leave any one of these out of your leadership and your leadership cake is going to fall ruined because you left out some important ingredient. The website again is growgreat.com. I appreciate you clicking play. I hope you find something profitable here. Be well, do good, grow great. My name is Randy Cantrell. Greetings and welcome inside the Yellow Studio.